0: This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org for more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. (laughs)
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Zingtober as it continues to roll on But this is something that I have actually requested to do And it's something that I don't know why I haven't done it yet But I could not talk about The Simpsons alone No, 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 I could not And especially not about the Treehouse of Horror episodes alone So I have brought along Well, we are a trio, I believe, of Simpsons fans here now Of course you got me, Zinger Oh, sorry me spooky name zinger yes yes i, I went, went for the lazy later season names <laughs> and i'm of course joined by me eric Boorg, that is you know what i'm ashamed of mine now
2: i'm sorry yeah you should be
1: but our <laughs> third person in the trio the coup de grace all of this sir introduce yourself
2: i am phil Bood. Ah, very nice, very nice, very nice. Last minute, I don't know why I didn't anticipate a punny name like every I know. other time I come on here, but I'm like, oh, I should have thought of that earlier today. Yes, for I,
0: everyone I, listening, this was decided, the Spooky Names were decided upon about two seconds before we started recording, so. Yes, yes, yes. The um challenge, I guess,
1: the episode, the, the topic today was, I didn't tell you guys to pick your favorite ones, but I said if you picked your favorite, that was fine, but... Treehouse of Horror, for those who are not familiar, I guess we should just do it this way. Simpsons every year, on during their month of October, has a episode called The Treehouse of Horror. This started in Season 2, if I am correct, because they are always one minus whatever year it is. And they have been doing this the entire run of the season, and it's normally three shorts that are all spooky stories or some, par- or some really blatant parody. And... I, I love these. These are one of the favorite things I always, like, love about The Simpsons is these ones. No I mean, I've mentioned before myself that I believe The Simpsons kind of fell off for me after a certain point, but The Treehouse of Horrors are something I can always watch. So, I don't know. Where where does this affect? Let's go to you first, Phil. How 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 do you
2: receive The Treehouse of Horrors? I love The Treehouse of Horror. Um, it is consistently, they have been my some of my favorite. I don't know if they're, like, the top Simpsons episodes, but I just, I love that they cut loose. They're able to do whatever they want. They, I think, are officially listed as non-canonical, but I don't know how much canon exists in a show where Bart has been 10 years old for 30 years, you know. uh, But I I just, I like, you know, some are better than others, clearly, and, um, like, full disclosure, I've not seen A Treehouse of Horror in... Uh, I'm gonna say five to eight years. I haven't You're really not missing anything watched this. <laughs> I, I, i'm I'm the same way the Simpsons fell off for me uh probably somewhere around 05, 06. and yeah. Yeah. I stopped watching regularly and then i I have not sat down to watch uh episode of The Simpsons more than one per season in the last five years, probably. So, uh, yeah, I've missed a lot of the, all of mine are from what I consider like, uh, the golden age of the Simpsons, which is that, you know, uh, what we say about season four to season 10, you know, that, that pocket right there where it's just, you know, sort of the best years of the Simpsons.
1: I, I, I normally say mine stretches the season 15 kind of to where like, I so season fifteen or 14?
2: One, one of those two is. Oh, there's good stuff really after it, but
1: yeah,
0: for sure. For yeah, me. No, I'm I'm with Phil. Like first few seasons are like they're they're finding their footing, they're good, but yeah, about season four through ten, it's like for for me, and I know it kind of overall, it's just kind of that's yeah, that's like when it's like it's prime and it's like in an echelon all of its own. Mm-hmm. So, um, on that note, I guess, and
1: I, I assume we all well, like I said, these aren't our favorites, but um, Phil.
0: I will let you bring up your first pick, or your first one. Wait, don't I get to give my 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 feel of?
1: Oh, oh, sorry, I'm I'm so sorry. Right (laughs) over.
0: Wow, I'm I'm used to it with like everything in life. I was about
2: to say as the (laughs) in
0: podcasting and life in general, I usually get ignored. Oh, wow, as Uh, uh, the Uh,
2: middle child is this?
0: No, actually, I I I, I am the oldest though. Sometimes I did feel like the middle (laughs) child. So,
1: all right, what is your? how has the treehouse of horror affected you over the years what is (laughs) what are your fond memories of the treehouse
0: so i i love the treehouse of horror series like and it was so great because it was you know they started years before Futurama became a thing and it was sort of like this was kind of like phil was saying this was the chance for them to kind of cut loose and be a little more wild because they don't have to obey yeah. The quote-unquote laws of reality that the <laughs> Simpsons do in a very loose sense, but uh, it, it was it was more. They got to have more fun. They got to do all sorts of cool things with, you know, whether it's spoofing something or kind of pulling in some horror, or science fiction, fantasy, or whatever. And in rewatching some of these uh, today to get ready for this, I was you know the, the great thing about that that sort of pocket of, of episodes is they were so good at like having jokes that were strung together to make sort of like mega jokes Mm -hmm. but in the treehouse of horror episodes they are so because they have that less than 10 minutes per story yeah the jokes in the treehouse of horror uh episodes are just so densely packed like it's like everything just goes right just the way they string it together is just it's brilliant like it is so brilliant how it's like one funny line in and of itself is funny but then the way they tie it to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing it's like there is not a there is not any sort of fat on that that is like pure like just meat right there it's just it's great and that's what i've always liked about those that's why i think they're so funny they're just the jokes are dense especially in those first ones i couldn't tell you anything after season 10 any of (laughs) any of the Trials of horrors i know they spoofed uh, that famous scary movie, Mister and Mrs. Smith. For some reason, yes, super scary, <laughs> uh, terrifying. And it's just like uh, it's like then they just get out to just do I don't know. Anyway, but yes, I I, I love the that first ten seasons or so. I think they're great. I think that uh, they're just it, it was it's the it's the break from the norm, uh, which is why I like them. Uh, also, they spoofed that horrific movie, uh, terrifying. Could barely even
1: keep my eyes on the screen. It was just so hard to look at. Um, Transformers. Oh yes. Also, the season oh, after. Yeah. The Mr. and Mrs. Smith episode. So, um, I guess going back now, sorry for ignoring you, sir. <laughs> um, I will make sure to ignore all your picks,
0: too. Hello, darkness, my old friend.
2: Uh, <laughs> Phil, what what is first on your list there, sir? First on my list is a parody episode. I picked The Shinning. All uh, right. <laughs> Hold on one moment, because... I also pick The
0: Shinning. This oh, is the one pick. crossover. It is a great pick. Such a good one.
1: All right. So, so what what would Drew I I'll, I'll let Phil go first. Sure. I'll, I'll let him go first.
2: What drew you to this episode, sir? Uh first and foremost, I'm a huge fan of The Shining, of the Kubrick film The Shining. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a master film and I think what I love about this so much is that it it almost looks like The Shining. Mm-hmm. Like they get camera angles that Kubrick get. You know what I mean? Like They really sort of push it. You see Homer from weird angles because they're really trying to mimic the movie. And they do it in such a... Like, just from an animation standpoint, this is a brilliant short because it's just done in such a different way than anything else you've seen in the show. Um, But then it's... uh, Off the rails of, of that is just how well... They pack jokes into this, and some of them, um, like Eric said, it's just joke on top of joke, things going on in the background, like Maggie spelling red rum with her <laughs> with her blocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mo is the bartender just cutting to the chase going, murder your family and I'll give you a beer. You know, like it's it's just, I mean, this is so well written. Mr. Burns is, you know, sort of the catalyst of everything. They roll the shining into the Simpsons world. I think in such a brilliant way that it's just such a fun episode to watch.
1: Uh, one one of my favorite jokes from this. Oh, sorry, Eric. I'll let you go because I'm yeah. I'm like I'm sure I'm going to steal your joke <laughs> if I if I say it now. So go ahead, Eric. Why was this your pick? And uh, I'll see if you get the joke because there's one joke in this that I found hilariously funny. Gosh,
0: well, Phil said a lot of, a lot of it. Like you can tell the love and the attention that was put into making it like the shining I've actually seen before where they've taken stills from the shining and stills from the Shining mm-hmm. and they're just, they got them shot for shot They're They're really great. Um, <laughs> Phil was mentioning, uh, um, mo being a ghost and i that was one of my instances of ch- jokes being strung together and it's like homer kill your family i'll give you a beer <laughs> why should i do that well uh, and he's like ah uh, well they'd be much happier as ghosts well you don't seem very happy oh i'm happy real happy la 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 i'll <laughs> go kill your family i just like that that string is like one of those that's like one of my favorite just things i will think about randomly from the simpsons like that right there just everything with the way it's strung together and then <laughs> and then he goes to do it And then he does it, and then he ends up in the freezer, and then Mo comes back with all the like Jason and the mummy and everything, and they're dragging him out there. Uh, Me and the other ghouls have had a uh, we're not you're not working on the killing, can't kill, eating, (laughs) just everything about it, and just um, because that was I loved in that particular treehouse of horror in general like the the overall episode that was the one where in all three stories uh willie got killed yep <laughs> same, same, same way each time too and 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 yes and so and, it, and so i just i love that too i love i love how they they strung that together because i think that was the first year they didn't have the because they used to do like the interstitials like where there was kind of like the overall connecting of the, of the yes. things that they did, like, yeah. it was Barton and Lisa and the Treehouse, thus the Treehouse of Horror. They had the Christmas party and uh, the the spoof of um, Rod Serling. But I think this was the first year they didn't actually do that. So I like that as sort of a last way to kind of tie everything together. Um, so, yeah. It's, just, it's, a, it's a brilliant one, and I was just laughing the whole time.
1: So uh, one, of, one of the jokes I like in there is the Homer, the... Uh, no beer and no TV, make home or something, something. Uh, go crazy! Don't mind, mind if, I I do. if I do. <laughs> and that's and that seems like frame for frame from The Shining, mm-hmm. where, where he's going up the stairs. Up the and stairs, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. There, there was that, and then the the other joke I really like was the um was the was the shining thing. Well, the shinning, the shining with, um, Willie and parts and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and him
2: going like, but, but don't read my thoughts from four to five. That's, <laughs> that's, Willie's, that's time. Willie's time. <laughs> I like, so, I like, uh, Willie's apartment too. Cause it's so much like Scatman Carruthers. Right. <laughs> except instead of like, uh, the sort of the blaxploitation, uh, posters, he's got like, uh, Scottish women in Scot- kilts yes. and his bagpipes. And it's just like, it's just like, uh, uh, uh Exactly the same, but with a Scottish filter on it, and it is—it's mm-hmm. so so funny. Um, I, I was g- wanted to ask you guys: Have you watched The Shining since you've seen The Shining? And does it affect? Like, do you see Mo? Do you giggle a little bit when the bartender shows up in The Shining because you're like, ah, it's a- Mo? It's Mo. Absolutely, the, absolutely.
0: <laughs> you know. When well, when this episode, when that episode first aired, I was in um, fifth grade, so I had not seen The Shining yet. Um, and then as soon as I saw The Shining a few years later, I was like, wait a second. I yeah. know where this is from. <laughs> and then immediately, when the bartender pops up, I'm like, <laughs> la, 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 <laughs> <laughs> But that didn't ruin it, because I still love The Shining. It's fantastic. But yes, it's 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 great seeing it. I, I've seen it a few times, and it's always great going, ha, <laughs> Simpsons.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: So, um, actually, not ignoring you again, because you technically had one of yours here you technically did and yep. i want to do mine now because ironically mine came from this episode but was not the shining it was the one that came after the you time mean the shining pun- you don't want shitting. to get yeah, sued you don't want to get <laughs> sued
2: <laughs>
1: uh, the time and punishment the um the one where homer creates a time machine out of a toaster <laughs> and there is a really like there's like simpson jokes that i just find obnoxiously funny for just the writer's room pitch of this is so stupid i don't understand how it got to air and the one for this one was the homer getting his hand stuck in the toaster again and again (laughs) He, he gets it stuck in the toaster there's the scream of dad it's stuck on your hand and then he runs around gets it off like you see it come off his hand and he's sitting there on the ground And then Bart screams, Dad, the toaster! And it's back on his hand somehow. (laughs) And it was so funny to me because for some reason I thought the toaster was going to be on his other hand instead but no the, the joke because i i forgot about the joke until i rewatched it and i just could not stop laughing at that just that but um the whole time machine thing the whole like uh what, what was it my my dad said to me on my wedding night just the jokes oh yeah you are correct the beam line of like it's joke to joke to joke to joke and the what would what my dad say to me on my wedding night and it shows his it shows of course um abe simpson Younger version, in a tux. <laughs> Explain to Homer what to do if he ever travels back <laughs> in time. <laughs> Chaos theory and butterfly effect. <laughs> yeah. So then, of course, it's all the different realities that, that he goes through of, like, what's affected. And the one where he's, like, he's got a, um, he's got a, what is, is a Mercedes? He's got a Mercedes. They're going
0: to Selma and, um. Lexus. Oh, it is. It is Lexus. Uh, yeah.
2: That's but, the sister-in-law funeral
0: yes yep. that was that was one where i was thinking about everything being strung together where he comes out lap of luxury yep going to all that and then please the pass donut. a donut <laughs> donut what's a donut, donut. runs out travels back in time starts <laughs> raining donuts oh training again. <laughs> <laughs> like just the way it's so yes. strung together that whole segment lasts 30 seconds if that and it's just brilliant comedy
1: well and then there's the one where he comes out and it's willie and, <laughs> yes. and he's like yelling at him and then acts in the back and it's maggie but she's got uh oh my gosh james uh, earl J- yeah james earl jones voice basically telling him to leave it, it is james earl jones who does that yeah. yes it is and um no it's it's just that the the jokes in there are great because it's the and that that's the one where it has kane kodos because it shows them you know floating oh, yeah. out from earth and then they
0: turn into sherman and peabody quiet you yeah i say quiet you all the time to people. I <laughs> and I never think that's week. where... And I always forget that's where it comes from. And then I saw this and I'm like, oh yeah,
2: that's right. I always forget it comes from this. Quiet you. <laughs> so I must say that once a week in my house yep, to a cat, to a kid, somebody. <laughs> I just go, quiet you. Quiet you. <laughs> so I like I said, my, my, my love for
1: this one is just great because it's the whole like Simpsons doing chaos theory and it's done perfectly. And of course, Homer... Finally gets to a reality that he's like, okay, I think I'm okay with this one. He's, like, sitting there freaking out about everything. And then they eat food by, like, having their tongues go out. He's like, Ah, eh, close enough. <laughs> so that, I just wanted to put that one in there because it does tie into to your guys' pick. Because it's the same episode and it has that ongoing joke of yep. Willie dying. Also, the final episode, since we've done the two out of the three, is the... Uh, that one is the nightmare cafeteria. Yes, which was also
0: oh, yeah. hilarious.
1: Yes, it, that that one's very really funny. The teachers decide to start eating the students because I, I think the vague reason is they they don't have good meat anymore. Which yeah. they've made that joke in the regular series mm. too about them having terrible meat. But the Willie, of course, gets killed. Nat as
0: well with he an spills ax. meat tenderizer on Jimbo and yep. they have sloppy Jimbos. Yes,
1: I I, I loved all the different kid jokes of what they were turned into yes. his food. So, um I guess as we're rounding back around, Phil, you are back up to the plate.
2: All right. Uh my next pick, I have House of Wax. And this is the episode, this is Treehouse of Horror 12. Uh this is the episode where the Simpsons get a state-of-the-art robot <laughs> AI house uh <laughs> that does all the housework on its own and um and it has a variety of celebrity voices to choose mm-hmm. from, uh, <laughs> including Matthew Perry, whose one line in this episode is, uh, Hi, could I be any more of a house? From, uh, from uh, doing the friends thing. Uh, and and then uh, Bart says, oh, hey, 007's on here. And this is one of the best lines in probably the entire this Marge goes, ooh, George Lazenby. Like, like that, that, that's Marge's 007 is, I, I never don't laugh at that. It is so, it is so obscure and so funny. Um, but yeah, we get Pierce Brosnan in this one. Uh, as as the smooth talking house who falls in love with marge and just i everything about this is a um th- this one hits me like you talk about quotable lines and just ridiculousness uh my brothers and i just constantly quoted the simpsons when we were growing up and when after this aired it's always like any mention of like Someone calling the police, it, it would be like, "Yes, this is Constable Wiggum. Please remove your knickers <laughs> and get in the bed." You know, like, the, you know, this is the the episode, the Halloween episode. We come around to all the time. My my boys love it as well. Uh, just it, always, it's like, "Oh, hello, Marge." You know, <laughs> and all we just, it's constantly brought up because I don't know. There's something about this episode that is just. I mean, it's a science fiction episode, but it's so mm-hmm. ridiculous that it fits into the Treehouse of Horror really well. Right. Uh, Homer beating the crap out of the, the water heater. And then <laughs> his <laughs> excuses: I'm missing half of my head. Give me a break. It's just so, <laughs> like, all the all the little jokes he has up. He's like gutting the CPU and Pierce Brosnan is going, no, no, that's my British charm unit. Don't touch it. It's just, (laughs) it's so just little nuances through it. I think, I think this short is just brilliant and I I just love it every time I see it. Awesome. That, that one is one, I will admit this, that one is one I have not
1: seen in a while.
0: Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. And and I remember, I remember that because I remember uh, Pierce Brosnan was at the height of his 7 dumb like he still had tough. another movie or two after that. So um, yeah, I remember seeing it. And it's, but yeah, it's one I have not watched in a, quite some time, so I need to, I need to go back and, and do that. There, well,
1: this uh, is also weird, because the other episode after, I mean, the next segment is The Kids, which is a parody on Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, I, rem- this, I, remember they did, I remember they did a Harry Potter uh, spoof.
1: 2001. It's, yeah. just, it's weird to say that, because it feels
2: like it shouldn't be that long ago, but it is. Wow, that's uh, God, going on twenty almost, you know, eighteen years, twenty years. Yeah, that's idea, but, insane. Um, I do want to say, uh, on the topic of not having seen these for a while, I'm really glad that you reached out to me for this because I've spent a good part of this week rewatching, you know, and sort of reviewing. I got, I pulled up a list. I'm like, all right, what are all the episodes? And you know, I made a short list and and just went a- on to uh, Simpsons World, mm-hmm. and watched a whole bunch of shorts and just had a great time revisiting some of these. Well, I, I, I know that you're a Simpsons fan and
1: everything. And I was like sitting here and me and Eric had talk- like I had brought, I'd had this brought up to me. Ironically on the same day, I was thinking about content for uh Zingtober. Someone was like, you guys should do tree house of horror. And I'm like, I was just thinking about that earlier today. <laughs> and I was like, well, of course, Eric's down for that. And I'm like, I need a third person who likes the Simpsons that I know. And as I stare up from my computer at these two beautifully drawn pieces of art, <laughs> like Brock Samson and myself as a Ranger Witcher combo, I was like, Hmm. And eh, I don't think Phil would be interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, How do you get on this?
0: <laughs>
1: so yes, I, I, I knew who the third person had to be, but, um, Eric, I believe it's your turn.
0: All right. So for my next pick, I went with season five's "The Devil and Homer Simpson." I did watch that one today. Yeah. God, um, that Funnel one's one. that one's funny. I mean, everything just—I love the the jury of the damned, which included the at the time living Richard Nixon, and he's like, "Wait, I'm still alive. I even have an article coming up <laughs> in Redbook," and he's like, "You know what I did for you back in Watergate." <laughs> <cave." laughs> Or you know what I did? Or whatever. And then uh, just I love everything about that Homer's Day in Hell. Of course, the big twist, quote-unquote, of of Flanders is the devil uh, is hilarious. And um, one of my favorite things I love, uh, they spoof an old uh, Looney Tunes cartoon where there's like a pig... Uh, and he goes, and this mad scientist keeps feeding him, and he's, like, force-feeding him all this stuff, and they spoof that with Homer. He's being strapped down, and yeah. this demon's like, you like donuts, huh? Have all the donuts you want, and they're just shoving these l- donuts. Well, then it, like, it cross-dissolves, and they're almost all gone, and Homer's like, more, more, and he's like, I don't get it. So-and-so, I can't remember who said it. I don't get it. So-and-so cracked in 20 minutes. Just everything about that was so good, and I, I know that the, uh, you know, it's a, it's a play on the, the devil and Daniel Webster, mm-hmm. but I liked – what I liked about this was this is still kind of early on when they would do – I feel like they would either do homages or they would kind of take a general concept and kind of horror – a Simpsons concept and horrify it. Whereas – as opposed to now where it's like, hey, let's just take any random movie and just make a version of it with the Simpsons in it for Mm -hmm. Treehouse of Horror like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I have to go back to that as my example of why was that a Treehouse of Horror segment. And uh, but this was so just like really good. Uh, just it was a good story about Homer Simpson. You know who who owns his soul, and um, and of course his his gluttony uh, is front and center in this, which is is always good. So. Uh, there was another joke and I had it in my mind and I said I'm going to remember to bring this one up when we watch when we talk about this and I'm completely forgetting but as I was tra- as I'm trying to remember it <laughs> one line that I love in there and I forgot it was it was from this and I even said it right before he said it but Marge is getting chairs for the jury of the damned and uh, all she has for Blackbeard. And she goes, sorry, Mr. Blackbeard. All I have is this high, this high chair. And "Yar, this chair be high, says I. And I forgot about that. And right as she was saying that line, I just all of a sudden quickly go, this chair be high, says I, this chair be high, says I.
1: <laughs> so do you remember everyone who was the jury of the damned? I Okay. Uh,
0: there was Lizzie Borden, mm-hmm. uh, Benedict Arnold, the 1976, <laughs> <laughs> 1976- Six Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Richard Nixon and I feel like I'm forgetting one or two, but um, John
1: Dillinger. I know John Dillinger, one. yes,
0: John Dillinger was one. Um, and uh, Blackbeard, of course. Yeah, Blackbeard. Um, this chair high, says I. Yeah, I jar. Was... It appears to be some sort of treasure map. <laughs> 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 you can't read jar. Me, me pillaging was a way to compensate. <laughs>
1: So once again another one with like um speed loaded jokes in it cuz yes. I feel it's the it's the um Simpsons uh 138th uh episode spectacular. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's yeah. a there, there there's a part in there where they've got the cut scene, where, they, where they got the deleted stuff and one of them is Bart bugging the de- like like going I'd sell my soul for a race car and Flanders appears with the it's waving the tail, going, "Oh yeah!" And he's like, "Ah, never
0: mind." It goes yeah, away. Yeah. Marge
1: yells at him for it.
0: And and oh, and then I also forget. Um, it had the wonderful Phil Hartman as uh, Lionel Hutz representing. Uh, yes, he yes, was yes, Homer's yes. lawyer, and uh, just bumbling and failing as usual. And he runs out of the room. And of course, you hear him.
1: What, <laughs> Mr. Hutz? Are you okay in there? <laughs> the window's just open
0: the bathroom.
1: <laughs> was what was the joke? The Mr. Smithers and Burns, where he's like,
0: "Who's that?" Uh. Go, Lincoln, uh, Prince of Darkness. He's your eleven o'clock, sir. <laughs> ah. <laughs>
2: Who's that behooved
0: fellow? <laughs> I, I, I just want to.
2: I just want to say that one of the huge losses of Phil Hartman is the loss of the character of Lionel Hutz because oh, I, th- I think he is just one of the great Simpsons side characters of all time.
0: Like I love, I love Troy McClure, but I, but yeah. everyone loves him. But I, but I, you're right. I think Lionel Hutz is definitely. Uh, underrated the as, inept as a character. Lawyer. Are you a Every. shyster, Mr. Hutz? Oh, <laughs> where'd you want Word like
2: that. <laughs> no, money down. No. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Works on contingency, no money down. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Works on contingency, no money down. <laughs> so, yes, the devil, and of course, the... I'm smarter than the devil. I. You are not smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, yes, that's one of a uh, one that I, I thought was a good pure uh, Treehouse of Horror segment. That, that is a
1: good
2: one from the from the way back. On the way back machine. Yeah, so, I'm, um, I'm still blown away that Nixon was alive at the time that aired. Like that's how, I always old, forget that's how that. old that sketch is. is that yeah. the joke is that he's not dead. You know, because like, he didn't. Because he
0: wasn't that much longer after that that he did pass away. Because uh,
2: 2003
0: re- was when the episode aired. No, it was 1993. What I? Oh God, I said 2000. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. a little <laughs> off. And I want to say Nixon died in 94. Uh,
2: somewhere Uh, somewhere in the mid
0: 90s yeah something like that it wasn't soon after because i remember watching it reruns april 22nd of 1994 there we go so i remember by the time it was in in syndication it was like it was like oh yeah he is dead so
2: and there was an also uh sidetrack right after his death there was a uh robert Smigel cartoon on snl called the ex-presidents where all the living ex-presidents were like superhero team and they had to call in the recently deceased Nixon and he and checker's busted out of their tomb and uh flew to save the day it was absolutely oh my hilarious that's amazing so on the note
1: of presidents i will move to my next one ooh segue yes i i not intended yeah um from treehouse of horror 7 Citizen Kang. Ah, yes. 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 This one
0: um, I love for multiple reasons. As everyone listening to this knows, I... uh, I bet your top reason, sorry to interrupt, but I bet your top reason is abortions for some miniature American flags for others. (laughs) I forgot
1: about that line, actually.
0: So when I was watching it, I'm
1: like, huh, we really haven't changed in like 20 some years with (laughs) what we care about. For political people, um, no, it was it, it was you know I, I love the UFO stuff. I, I love everything like that. I love how they abduct him with like the claw machine <laughs> yeah, thing they, coming yeah. down. And they drop him. <laughs> um, where were they abduct him? And then they of course you know do the whole it, it's Kane Cutter, so that's them in this episode. And their whole thing is you know take us to your leader, and he's try and Homer is having trouble remembering who both of them are, and um. Then it's the whole election jokes and stuff like that. And of course, they go and abduct the actual president at the time, who was Bill Clinton. Of course, his opponent, Bob Dole. And what was the joke when Clinton got abducted out of the White? It's it's like, oh man, can I just sleep in a little Oh no, it's it's like, it's is it noon already? Noon already? That's that's, that's what it was. It, it was something to where it was that. And then um they Kane Kodosko become. Of course
0: Dole and Clinton respectively and they're go, holding hands. And yes. uh, you probably portal. don't want to see be seen with your political <laughs> rival holding hands. How else will we exchange, exchange protein strands? <laughs> if you have a better if you have a better way to do
1: it I'd like to hear it. So Homer goes about trying to of course save him but the way that they they make him um unbelievable in this scenario is they douse him with a ton of rum and then they just kick him out of the ufo (laughs) which i just found so amusing that they just open the door and kick him out and then what's the first thing he does he goes up to marge because he had been out fishing and what is the first thing out of his mouth marge (laughs) after i caught the biggest fish you've ever seen you wouldn't believe what happened (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's yes you i i you you have set this up perfectly of the speed line jokes and it's just stuff like like it's one of those things to where they don't let the jokes take hold before they're you on to the next joke and it's <laughs> and it makes it, i feel it makes it funnier sometimes because that one of the joke of you know the fisherman's tail oh, if i caught a fish this big is he starts it with that Goes in the next thing, and then Bart says, "Yeah, whatever you say, there, Rummy." Yeah, <laughs> and yep. <laughs> Kid and of course, him out. yeah, and then of course Homer goes, gets in the UFO, tr- tries to fly it, and uh, and get you know the president and of course Bob Dole back to back to safety and everything. And he accidentally ejects him into space <laughs> after they decide to basically put aside party differences and you know move move past it crashes into the Capitol building, which is an homage to an older uh, sci-fi movie. I do not know what it is off the top of my head, though. Crashes in there, and I love the joke of you hear like the of him running down, like, the steps and through the Capitol. I hear, like,
0: I can hear the specific Simpsons footsteps.
1: <laughs> yes. and, and the best part is they got the camera or the, the panning of it to where it's, yeah. like, moving, like... You don't see him running, but you can assume you can, where yeah. he's at. And then he comes out, pulls off their mask and everything, and, and it's, like, a day before the election, and their whole thing is um what are you going to do vote, vote for a, for a, th- a third, third party, party candidate <laughs> and yes my joke that i continue to say whenever there's an election thing and it is there's somebody that says they're going to vote, vote vote for a third party my thing is always go
0: ahead throw your <laughs> vote away every election day i always just post the image of well don't blame me i, I, voted, for I Kodos. voted for Kodos.
2: <laughs> i love so, the angry ross perot after he threw <laughs> yeah. your vote away like, he recently ross deceased perot, like, ross perot just threw his hat and he's
1: all pissed yep uh, and, and yes, the, the, the joke of them telling people what they want, you know, the um, abortions for none. Boo! Boo. Abortions <laughs> for everybody? Boo! Boo. <laughs> abortions for some. Tiny flags for others. <laughs> Yay!
0: It's a throwaway line, but when Kay and Kodos are freezing uh, Dole and and uh, Bill Clinton, they freeze Dole first. And he just a very simple thing, but Clinton just goes... Hey, thanks for taking care of Dole yeah. for me. I say that all the time when we we have a group of friends. We mentioned on here. We have a group every Friday night. We play Smash Brothers, and whenever someone defeats someone else, I always say, "Thanks for taking care of Dole hey, for, for me." Thanks for taking care of Dole for me. I have to listen out for that now. It's just, I say it. It's I it very just kind of under my breath, like it's never like anyone's been like, "Huh, oh, what?" But it's you'll you'll hear it. now that now that you know. Now that you I won't, know, you won't miss it. Yes,
1: so like I said, this is one of my favorites. Of course, play on Citizen Kane, which, yeah, sure horror movie. Why not? <laughs> but it was done in a
2: way that I felt like this was hilariously funny. In the well, I guess only it's the name
1: that's. the It's just a yeah, the
2: yeah, take on the title. It is a it's yeah. a class. I think just for the line, "Don't blame me," I voted for Kodos. For Kodos. Mm. I like that's one of those Simpsons lines. I think that is stuck around. And every now and then you got to kind of go back and watch the whole thing and go oh yeah well it fits right into this really great treehouse of horror segment yeah Don't they have the yard
1: signs that are like the Kang Kodos like yard signs you can
2: get towards I them? think oh, yes sure. I think I've, I've seen novelty
0: yeah. ones you can order yeah Yeah so
2: so that came from this I've seen bumper too. stickers too Yeah Ooh, can we can we go around Is, which which sign would you would you put Kang or Kodos in your yard
0: well, I put Kodos, so then when things are going to hell, I'm like, don't, be, don't blame me. Yeah, I voted for Kodos. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll go with that one. And
1: isn't Kodos the, the sister? The sister, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. yeah. So that, 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 that had this joke in it, too. Uh, and this is my sister, Kodos. <laughs> um, so that means we are back around to Phil again. Back, back to you, Phil. What's what's your final one for this year? Uh,
2: my final one has a Kang and Kodos cameo in it. And it ah. is from Treehouse of Horror 8, The Omega Man. Uh, a, a pretty good, uh, not just title parody, it's it's pretty much a, a straight parody of The Omega Man, the Charlton Heston uh, zombie... Yeah, we'll go with radioactive zombie uh, movie from the 70s. Uh, this... This one uh, has some jokes that have really stuck around my household growing up, um, uh, because uh, I'm a I'm a Johnny Winter fan, and the Winter brothers are. In there. <laughs> they have a quick cameo on this, um, but this is one in which uh, uh, Diamond Joe Quimby insults the French. No, I stand <laughs> by my racial slur, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, The French are uh, understandably angry, so they launch a nuke at Springfield. Uh, Not at the United States, at the city of Springfield. Uh, It's like, uh, I saw this uh, uh, synopsis of this, where it was like, France goes to war against Springfield. Not against (laughs) the United States. Uh, But uh, they launch a nuke out of the Eiffel Tower. uh, That's right. It is... um, Homer's is shopping for a bomb shelter from uh, what's like Herman, Herman, it, yeah, the one-armed uh, Army surplus guy, and he's inside eating uh, prime rib in a can when <laughs> when, when the bomb <laughs> the bomb comes down, and uh, we're we're following it. This is a, this is a great shot, and a just an unbelievable joke uh, when we're following the bomb as it's or the missile as it's it's flying through Springfield, through the streets oh, yeah. of Springfield. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> it is closing in on a um, comic book guy. I know where you go with this. A comic book and going, Aquaman, you cannot marry a woman without gills. You're from two different worlds. And he looks up and he sees the bomb and he goes, I've wasted my life. It's <laughs> a mushroom clown. It is, it, it is an unbelievable joke. Uh I just I love it so much. Uh but Homer comes out to find that he is the only survivor. Doesn't it take him a little bit? Uh he's in there for a while. He's in there trying out the shelter. Uh, no, no, no then, I
1: meant doesn't it take him a little bit after he gets out of the shelter to realize that like everybody's gone?
2: Oh yeah. All right, so uh Homer's stuck in traffic and uh there's a car at a green light. And he's just laying on his horn and screaming at him. And it's Milhouse's dad. And he's just like a, <laughs> a charred skeleton. Uh, so Homer, in a fit of road rage, he gets out and he punches him in his head. <laughs> up. And that's when he looks around and he realizes he's the only survivor. Everyone in town is dead. And so he's just like, oh, I have license to do everything I've ever wanted. So he's, you know, going through town. He's able to do whatever he wants to do. Um, he ends up going to a movie, <laughs> and the guy in front of him is too tall, and he just <laughs> kicks his head, and it goes <laughs> flying off. Um, just all, all these uh, like just funny sight gags of him, you know, enjoying being the last man on Earth uh, until he discovers uh, there are other survivors who are just horribly mutated and are mm-hmm. kind of zombies. So it's like Flanders and. Dr. Hibbert, uh, I don't. Mo, I, I think Mo and uh, Lenny are in there, and uh, they're all trying to uh, <laughs> all trying to catch Homer. Uh, so he drives—he um, drives through the town in a hearse. <laughs> he, he runs. <laughs> oh, I yeah. They catch up to him in the church. I can't believe I skipped over this. He's in the church um, playing war. What is it good for? naked, and dancing around. <laughs> absolute debauchery in Homer's mind. And that's when they catch up to him. Uh, he runs out, he jumps in the hearse to drive away, and he gets <laughs> he's zombies all over the hearse, and he gets freaked out that there's a coffin in the back. <laughs> uh, he's, he's driving through town, trying to get away. He's mowing down every zombie he sees, and uh, Johnny and Edgar Winter... Uh, for anyone on the younger side, they are 70s-era musicians. They're brothers, and they're both albinos. And, uh, <laughs> and Homer sees them. They're loading up their tour bus, and he just mows them down because they're zombies. <laughs> it is one of the funniest, weirdest, most obscure jokes I think the Simpsons ever did. It's it's so funny. Uh, but he gets, he gets to his house, and he finds his family is uh, still alive because the coats and coats of lead paint on the house shielded them from the blast. Um, And so uh, all the zombies, they they catch up to him. They knock on the door. Homer opens it, saying, I hope it's not the zombies. (laughs) (laughs) And then they have this this speech about, like, hey, maybe we can learn to live together just because we're not the same. Uh, And they're all like, yeah, maybe we can. And then the... uh, all the Simpsons minus Homer pull out uh, weapons and kill the zombies. And they're like, "Ah, we'll never live with these monsters or or something to that effect. It's just, it's a great parody of the Omega man uh, again, rolled into the Simpsons. I, I also have an affection for some of those early, early episodes. Like Eric was mentioning where like they, they weren't direct parodies of things, but you know, this also isn't the Avatar or the Mr. and Mrs. Smith parody. These these are like horror movie parodies that they they didn't just ape them directly. They rolled them into the Simpsons mold. So yeah. it, it really just sort of gels the two worlds. And this and The Shinning, I think, are, are two of the best examples of that.
0: I love, uh, I was actually, I'm trying to remember why I was pulling this up the other day, like I pulled the screenshot of it, but when he's, he's imagining his family's gone, and he's like, little Bart, and he's sweet, <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God, God. little Lisa, crack, little Marge, she misses, and the rest, and it's it's Lisa, the dog, the cat, and the TV, and I pulled, I went to Freaky Act, and I, pull, Act, and I pulled that screenshot of him with, with Maggie and the TV, for whatever reason, I pulled that up to send to someone as a reaction to something the other
1: day. <laughs> I forgot that that was in that episode, but as soon as you start talking about, it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's where Marge like Marge obviously. whipping with the bat, even in his dream. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh man, that's a that's that's a that, that's a good one. That's based off of uh, Omega Man, which also
2: um, I am Legend. It's uh, yeah, Omega Man uh, was an adaptation of the book I Am Legend. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, way before the Will Smith I Am Legend. Yeah. Yes. Ne- neither of which actually got the point of the book quite right. But uh, uh, I, th- I think Omega Man might be the best adaptation I, I, of Omega I, Man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say The Simpsons might have gotten
0: closest by right. being
1: completely wrong. So, um
2: Europe next, sir.
0: All right. So for my my third episode, uh, I'm going with, I guess it's pronounced Homer cubed.
2: Oh. God, this was on my short list too. I almost picked this. This is yeah. This one's great. So
0: then, in, in this episode, uh, Homer uh, to escape having to spend an afternoon with Patty and Selma—that's
2: an ongoing
1: thing in the Treehouse of Horror. It is,
0: of course. He he goes behind his uh, bookshelf, which he called, "Hey, what's this shelf that has these thingies on it?" or something like that. I can't <laughs> remember what. Even though I just watched this a few hours ago. So anyway, he goes in, and he finds a portal to the third dimension, and uh, um, he gets he goes in, and he gets stuck in there, and. Um, They're trying to discover where Homer went, and he's yelling for help, and they can hear him, but they can't see him. And uh, then the universe ends up collapsing in on itself, and Homer ends up in the scariest universe of all, our universe. Um, I remember when this episode came out. I remember (laughs) being blown away. I just loved the fact that there was 3D animation, because this predated even Toy Story coming out by a couple months. This came out uh, October of 95, and I think it was November or December of 95 that um toy story came out and i remember and i was looking at it today and i was like you know what for being 20 almost 25 year old animation it didn't look that bad like um homer in there did not have the i mean it it might have to do with the wild proportions of the simpsons but he didn't have that um that dead-eyed look that a lot of early um, yeah, CG yeah. did, but even more impressive, which I didn't even I hadn't even thought about it until I watched it today. That last scene where he's he's in the real world, they did a fantastic that job. Looks with like, really Vi- yeah. it looks great. I mean, he looks like Homer, but they get the lighting when he's standing under the awning yes. of the erotic cake the shop. Erotic like the way that the the way that the <laughs> shadow from the awning. Hits like his backside. It's like perfect. They've got everything down. And I'm like, there is CG in, in there, are like whole CG cartoons made today that don't look this good. So it, it was a testament to, I think, I think it was just, it was a great use of the technology at that time, but they, they did a really good job with it. But, uh, but on top of that, it's just, it's funny. I love where he's trying to describe, um, he's trying to describe the dimension to them and he's like did anyone see the movie tron and everyone's like no 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. and then even though he already said no it goes back to chief he's like yes i, 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 mean, I nah, mean i mean no. No. <laughs> <laughs> um so i just i i love this episode uh i thought it was really at the time my i was uh Let's see, I was in 6th grade when that episode came out. And I just remember thinking it was the coolest freaking thing in the world. Um, I just remember thinking, oh my god, this is like the best thing The Simpsons has ever done. And um, uh, God, it
1: does actually... I I pulled up a quick image of it, and it does... I mean, it's not like perfect, but... I mean, it does look pretty good for the... Like, if you had told me when, I probably wouldn't have guessed it and everything... Uh, I know that there's like from the commentary and stuff, it's been a while since I've listened to it, but I know that there's some like math jokes and different like ner-
0: super yeah, nerdy, very nerdy stuff things, yeah
1: in, in there. But um do you remember where Homer goes in the real world, like where he finally ends up? Because that's what was making me giggle earlier. The erotic cake shop? Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> it was just a funny thing to have it mm, end erotic with cakes. <laughs>
0: so that, that 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 is a great one yes the horror of that is him ending up but in i the real I, world. I just like at the beginning homer's looking for a place to to hide when when he hears that patty and Selma are going to be there he goes to the coat closet and barton already in there yes. <laughs> <laughs> we called it first he can't, well this is my house we called it
1: i didn't hear you call it we're calling it now oh and and isn't that the coat closet? that's sometimes a coat closet, and sometimes the door to the basement. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the, one or,
0: of the, I, honestly, it's one of those ones where now that I'm thinking about it, it may have just been like built specifically for the episode for the because episode. yeah, um, it's one of those where it's like the rooms are kind of merged. Well,
1: well, you you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. there
0: is the door that sometimes, that sometimes the cl- yeah closet,
1: sometimes it's the door of the basement. Because the Simpsons house is pretty well laid out. It in, is. Um,
0: oh yeah, the Rumpus Room. Yep. The the uh, the little scene, but <laughs> but everyone loves to say it, the Rumpus Room. Yes. So I want I want
2: to see someone do like a Room Two Three Seven style documentary about the architecture of the Simpsons house. <laughs> yes. There, oh my god. all gosh. laid out, and oh, this doesn't line up. What does it mean? We should <laughs> hey, can we can
0: we crowdfund this? Like, can we get, can we do a can we do a, a Kickstarter or something? Because I I would totally be down for that. Dingus on a projects. house, ex- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seven forty two. Evergreen Terrace. Evergreen <laughs> oh
1: man, no, that, that that is definitely a um a great one. I'm actually probably gonna watch that. Yeah. Later, because that 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 one is one that I have not seen in a long time. So. Ober, so, yeah. moved towards the light. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my final one is from The Treehouse of Horror X.
0: Ooh hoo hoo.
1: And it and ironically I, I I just said the X and I realized there's a lot of X's in the title of this Desperately z- Seeking Xena. And it's Oh, he said seeking. Seeking. Yeah, it's I, I was like I'm just going to pronounce it correctly and then go back. Um this is the one where Bart and Lisa become Stretchy dude and Clim- Stretch Dude and Stretch Dude and Climber Girl. girl. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and this one is one of those that I just found extremely funny, especially now in this day and age, because of like our superhero hero culture and everything. That this was years and years ago, before any of that. When like nerdy, was, When being nerdy was being nerdy, and everything. And there's a lot of jokes and funny stuff in there that I just forgot they made fun of and uh, made reference to. Of course, the premise of it is um, they're X-raying the candy to make sure that it's safe for the kids. And as it's going through, Chief Wiggum, of course, is like, <laughs> is like, um, uh, what is it? Clean, clean. Syringe. Raised by- <laughs> yeah. Ooh, white chocolate. <laughs> and um, of course, Nelson comes up and like has a giant bag of candy, which I'm sure there was a cut joke there of him probably stealing all that candy from everyone else, and just shoves it into the X-ray machine. It blows up, hitting. Well, everyone gets down except for Bart, who's staring at it. Lisa, of course, gets up to stop him. Duck and cover, and- children. yeah yeah, yes (laughs) oh no it's nuclear power duck and cover of course it blows up blows both of them back lisa gets seemingly crushed by uh what was it a bleachers uh, yeah the bleachers and everything and um skinner's all upset because he's like there goes our our star student and she and i don't know why this, this this joke was one that i just like the second i was thinking of this i was like this joke popped in my head the The, um, hold on, Poindexter. Poindexter! (laughs) (laughs) It was just, I don't know, it's just the the, the line read of that was funny. But she, of course, gets superpowers, and Bart can stretch any part of his body. Which is weird. The first thing he stretches to check himself is his eyes. Which I'm like, that is the weirdest thing in the world. But, of course, they go and become superheroes and everything. And there's a ton of jokes about that. Um, In the meantime, Lucy Lawless... I'm going to say that way is going around in her xena costume mm. talking about xena warrior princess and they have a ton of jokes about like nerds being nerds with like the oh well you were riding this horse but then in the next scene it was the- well whenever that happens a wizard did it
2: what about a wizard wizard did it wizard
1: and um of course the bad guy in this is comic book guy as the collector, the collector. And he, of course, uses a magnet to abduct her because of her breastplate. And she goes to take off her, her breastplate. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I got it. And <laughs> that everyone pulls out a camera. <laughs> she's like, oh, never mind. So she gets captured by him. And, one of the, and they drive right by the Simpson house. And Lisa and Bart are um, doing yard work, which consists of Bart using his hand to turn it into a rake. Lisa lifting the house so they can put the, all the yard stuff just down into the basement, I guess. So and, and of course they they go to Saver and Marge yells out the window. Uh, Don't forget your weak your weakness is kryptonite, <laughs> 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 which is just funny. Cause, I mean, of course it's a Superman reference, but it's like Homer's like, "Geez, tell everybody." <laughs> so um, and I'm trying to remember everyone the collector has in his dungeon. Didn't he have Matt Graining? Wasn't Matt Granny one he of those? He have
0: did. And yeah, I didn't uh, recognize Tom Baker, him. Baker
2: Doctor Who. Yep uh uh yasmine bleith is is (laughs) Uh, 90s baywatch kids yes Um, wasn't one of the
1: the um was c-3po one of them i was
0: gonna say i feel like c-3po or chewbacca is sticking out to me but i could be wrong about this but i feel like there's a star wars reference someone
1: well, there's there's a very big Star Wars reference later in the episode, but he's, like, putting him in, like, bags and everything to keep them in mint condition. And the reason I didn't realize that was Matt Groening at first is because I'm too used to him now with, like, all the gray hair. Mm. So I was like, who is that guy in that Hawaiian-looking shirt? And then finally I was like, oh, wait. That's, oh, I know who that is. That's young Matt Groening. Huh. Weird. And, of course, there's a ton of... Um, jokes about like stanley and stuff like that and everything like ton of, of course comic book guy level jokes but they of course stretch doom clobber girl show up to save the day bark gets distracted by the adults only section mm-hmm. and yes. they get and they get um stopped by the only working phaser that's only been shot once before and it was to what, what was the script for it was to stop william shatner from making another um wasn't it uh, making, uh, another, making album? another album? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which
0: since that episode he didn't episode he did another album with Ben Folds.
1: <laughs> well, <it> didn't work. <laughs> so he captures them and is going to go dip them in Mylar and everything. And of course, come. Sorry, Lucy Lawless. Yes. Because there is a <laughs> right. there is an ongoing joke of everyone refers to her as Zena, and she goes, No, I'm Lucy Lawless. And um so she get tricks him, saves the day, he opens a Um, at the time episode one like brand new episode one double sided double blade lightsaber from Darth Maul and she's like you you took it out of its Mm -hmm. packaging and he of course (laughs) (laughs) freaks out and everything and and falls into the mylar and gets frozen in uh what is it the it's that that's that's another Star Trek reference is the pose uh Battlestar Galactica Battlestar Galactica once again, sorry, there's too many nerdy references. And by the way, the Doctor Who reference was something that was really obscure at the time because that was back when Doctor Who
0: was more obscure than it is now. I was going to now. say, they hadn't, the new series yeah. hadn't, hadn't come out yet.
1: Yeah, so that, that was a really obscure reference there. And the thing I love about this one is it ends with um, with Lucy Lawless taking both of them and flying off. And they're I like, did I didn't you know Xena could fly. fly? <laughs> I, I told you, I'm Lucy Lawless. I'm, I'm not <laughs> Xena.
2: <laughs> so
1: that, that that was one of my favorite ones I, I know I just We just kind of said you know pick what your Just ones you liked or it doesn't have to be your favorites But this one was just one That with time and everything It's really funny because Superheroes are so around Now that it's funny to look back on a time When it was considered I guess nerdier To be into superheroes yeah. and stuff like that But but yeah so um, I'm sure that this isn't the last Time we're going to do one of these Treehouse of
0: Horror discussions. That
1: That's why I said don't do your favorites, because that way we can come back to oh, there's, Well There's, in, there's in, plenty in, on the list still. Yeah. Right.
0: In in watching the three, like earlier, just to to get ready, I watched the three full Treehouse of Horrors mm-hmm. from, that contained the three segments I wanted to talk about. And, I mean, even omitting the ones that, that you two talked about, I was still like, I could do any of these episodes because they're so amazing so i was like yes for for halloween's in the future because i'm sure this year's uh, well, i know this year apparently they're, they're doing a stranger things parody but i'm sure Ooh. i'm sure it is going to be uh not i'm sure it's going to just be let's make stranger things but just put the simpsons characters in place of them so uh, uh who knows maybe it's gonna be hilarious but i just have a feeling it's gonna be oh that was an episode of stranger things with
1: this is the 30th uh, xxx one and it's danger things is the one of the segments? I saw Ooh. what
0: the three segments are, and I can't remember any any of the other. I can't remember uh, the other the, two besides. It that. says
1: TBA for the other ones, but one of them is based on the
0: Shape of Water. That's it. So because I saw a poster, I saw like the official poster for it, and I remember seeing the Shape of Water, and I remember seeing that, and I swear there was a reference to the third one, and I'm completely blanking. I on it. I
1: don't. It doesn't have it on the thing I'm looking at right now, but interesting. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, there's there's tons of these still go over. Um, another thing I admit, because I wanted to kind of talk about this in the episode, I'm like that could be its own episode. I kind of wanted to do Simpson Files, but I can
0: save that for a full episode. We could do a full. That's that is one of my favorite episodes of the That, that, that it's
1: because I was like, oh, I don't know if you know the Treehouse of Horrors are gonna we're gonna get enough out of it because they're shorts, and I was wrong. Yeah, like I just watched them over again. I forgot you know how many jokes there are, how funny they are, how interconnected. A few of them are, like I said, not, not all of them have that interconnected one, but of course we both well, all three of us picked two two from the same one to where it yeah. had the Willie dying yeah. in it constantly. So so yeah, um, definitely excited to hopefully have this be a recurring thing on Zingtober and everything, but um, I, I definitely wanted to save the, the Springfield Files for another time, because I think that, that would just be a great episode on its own. Um, I don't know if you guys had any final thoughts on the Triasa
2: Horrors or anything like that. Or or
1: Picks Today or just anything in that regard.
2: Uh, I just wanted to shout out real quick. In the collector's lair, there was also Gilligan, uh, Spock, and Seven of Nine from Star Trek. Uh, That's (laughs) the other people he had collected there. And Uh, that that has so many references in it. Uh, When they are getting their candy x-rayed, someone is dressed up in a costume of the rabbit from Life in Hell. Oh, oh yeah. nice. there's, a, there's a real like Matt Groening like I feel like this is where all like the Matt graining deep cuts come in is in these Treehouse of Horror episodes when yeah. in, yeah. you know I I know that rabbit is showing up like Maggie has a stuffed animal sure uh, of Binky and and stuff like that but it's just it's just so cool if you know that stuff to see it show up and and just sort of oh it he's just walking across the screen there Uh, And that's right before uh, Ralph Wiggum is dressed as a cop. Uh, (laughs) And and, uh, and Chief Wiggum goes, uh, oh, look at the cutest little cop in Springfield. And Eddie and Lou are like, oh, Oh. (laughs) we're right here, Chief And it's just like, oh, yeah, like you said, uh, uh, we said multiple times tonight, like jokes are just packed. Uh, it's like a Naked Gun movie like, it, it, <laughs> Yes, they're, they're that's so a perfect densely example packed, You almost have to watch them twice Just to get all the jokes you missed While you were laughing the first time around
0: wasn't that one the one where Millhouse is dressed as Radioactive Man, and yes, he's like, yes, sure, yeah. Radioactive Man went around wearing a, wearing pajamas with his own face right. on.
2: <laughs> he said he would if it was Halloween. <laughs> By the way, every
1: time I see like for Halloween, some kid dressed up in a co- no offense, the kids who dress up in costumes like this, but kids who dress up in costumes to where it's like a shirt of the person on it, <laughs> the and then they just face. got the mat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like uh, Radioactive Simpsons. Man. <laughs> Uh, that's another good episode I want to discuss one day. Just the radioactive. Ma- actually, just to do the line. Uh, the glasses they do nothing. The goggles they do nothing. <laughs> nothing. Oh man. Um, I don't know. Do you have any final thoughts on these, Eric? I mean,
0: they're just. I mean, we could do. We could go on for hours more. They're just, which we'll do in another. We will. We'll, I mean, we time. have We other have time. years worth of content. Um, like I was thinking. Like I said earlier, I in the three episodes I would just watch today, I was like, I could do any of these episodes to discuss because they're all brilliant parodies they're all packed with jokes i mean there's not none of them are like there's there's no waste they are pure and there's no like there's no waste but there's also no like what we present you is not like a a b a b cut of meat like it is pure high quality uh deliciousness that we are serving. Can you.
1: prime rib of
0: deliciousness. I, yeah, to, it is a to, can to it is back. a can it is like a can of prime rib <laughs> that we're being served up. And uh just uh going back it's 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 amazing how many things I I say from some of these episodes I watched, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't I forgot that it came from, or like sometimes mm-hmm. it'll be like, I forgot that came from The Simpsons at all because yeah. I've said it for twenty five years. And then sometimes it'll be like I forgot it was a treehouse of horror. Um or I don't think of it as being that. So I think they're great. And I love, uh, I just, I love, I love Shrey House I think it's great. It's awesome. fun. It's super cool. All um, that stuff.
1: I, like I said, this is something I can definitely see us returning to um, next year, year after that. Have a, October's getting kind of packed for content, but we'll make it work every year. Um, I just want to know, you know, from, from people listening comment let us know what you would have picked or if you agree with us or what some of your favorite jokes or stuff are from i guess the simpsons in general but more focusing of course on the treehouse of horror ones
0: you know what you could do is every year you could call this the treehouse of treehouse of horror one and then every year it's just treehouse of treehouse (laughs) of Horror. well
1: well sorry this is zingness so the zinghouse of horror treehouse of horror episodes we'll allow it i guess
2: I, I, you gotta put Zinger. I in front guess of that thing. It, he's, he's nothing if not a consistent brander. I was gonna say he <laughs> ate my ass. Now has
0: a Zinger's tattoo on it. This is like the uh,
2: '66 Batman, where everything it's the bat, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just have a giant stamp. I just put on stuff. <laughs> Adam West is Zinger.
1: Oh man, that's the perfect casting. <laughs> He encapsulates me perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so Phil, where can people find more from you on the internet or wherever they want to look?
2: Uh, PhilRue.com. You can get uh, all my social media links and see what i am got going on there. And the BrokeBot Mountain podcast that I do with David Luzader. And my son Austin and I, ha- we've kind of started recording some special kind of mini Brokebot Mountain episodes Ooh. about Stephen King movies that are going to be released in that feed. So look out for those. We're calling them King of the Mountain, uh, and uh, we just recorded it. Chapter two that should be out in the next few weeks, and we are we have a Shining episode coming up. So Shining, a, a good uh, double feature would be to watch the Shining and uh, the Shining, and then listen to King of the Mountain.
1: You know what might be fun one? Ah oh, goddamn, why am I setting myself up for failure? Doing a episode of Zingness discussing
2: all the parodies of The Shining. Ooh. There's a lot. Uh, are, are you counting the TV movie of The Shining? Are we counting that as a parody of the actual we'll, we'll Shining? Discuss we'll discuss this off air. We'll discuss this off air. No,
1: like I'm we setting... must lay all the plans out right here in
0: front of the listeners.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like I'm setting myself up for more failure. Which, by the way, on that note, I have to admit failure on a gigantic part on my Catastrophic. Yes, catastrophic. This is the biggest thing I've failed on in my life since I got that haircut that one time. I'm not telling you which one, but that one. We all know which one. It's his current yes. one. Yes. <laughs> um. So, last week's episode was released on October 3rd. And while it was a great episode discussing Aliens on the Moon, I missed a golden opportunity to do Mean Girls. Because last week was October 3rd. Which, if you have seen Mean Girls... It's Jacket October. Huh? It's jacket weather, right? Well, no, no, oh, no, it's, that, it's, no, no. It's uh, I yeah, I know, I. It's it's the um on, on October third. He asked me what day it was, and I told him it's October third.
0: <laughs> so
1: I missed the golden opportunity to do that that episode then. So I guess next year on October third, look forward to a Mean Girls episode. Make a note too. now. Also, I will point this out. That is also an important date for Full Metal Alchemist fans as well. I'm pointing that out. But for me, I'm sorry, I would love anime, but Mean Girls, I'm not going to say it's my guilty pleasure. I have no guilt in saying that movie is amazing. No, Mean Girls is a great movie. It's It's, fantastic. A, it's a great comedy. It, it It is everything you imagined your high school should have been, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, on that note, uh, Eric, where can people find more from you?
0: Well, you can find me right here on this very podcast, The Thing This Podcast. Uh, you can find me online at at Eric Berg on most platforms a-r-i-c-b-e-r-g i also have backlog berg where i on again off again catalog my journey to get through my really damn big backlog of video games uh i did actually i uh, last time i was on i don't think i would posted anything uh on there in a while still but i had posted recently but like three people liked my posts so it's yeah, that's that's where the whole thing comes. That's why I get back into. Uh, I'm not gonna post anymore. Nobody cares. So, but if you if you hear this, go check it out. And maybe uh, maybe I'll get back to it. So, uh,
1: yay. Um, and of course, you can find me on this podcast. And also, if you ever want to hear me talk about Star Wars, go over and check out Knights of Vader. Because if I'm remembering correctly, Zach is the one that brought this um, idea up to me in voice form. As I've been thinking about it during earlier that day in thought form. And I just realized that is the weirdest statement I said. So on that note, see you guys next week for more Zingtober.